not friendship island my name is brenny i'm sarah and today we're talking about episodes uh 34 and mm-hmm. 35 mm-hmm. of love island usa week six part two week six part two mm-hmm. of season five that's the one that's a pretty good accent no it's not bad nor, nor. um you've been practicing for nor. australia nor i really haven't just kind of in me yeah okay i hear it thank you you're welcome um follow us on instagram if you're not already at not friendship island pod and if you're on there you will see that our live is scheduled for sunday yep sunday 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 (laughs) we are going to live react to the finale as a bit of a companion piece (laughs) So feel free to slap the finale on your TV mm-hmm. and us on your phone. Mm-hmm. And it's like you'll be in the room with us. Yeah, it'll be like we're all watching together. Because we're all watching together. What's yes, that from? we are. We're all stars. And you know, then we'll do it. What's that from? School's out. Scream and shout. <laughs> okay. It's from High School Musical. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Never saw it. Really? Yeah, we talked about this on the podcast before. Have we? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. So, do we have anything else to say? Um, Subscribe to the YouTube channel, because as Brennan said last time, there will be a little special something dropping there. Do we want to say what it is? That's up to you. I think dude. we should say what it is. I just okay. didn't want to say it until it was... Like confirmed. It is confirmed. We will have an interview with Naja that is live. Um, hopefully it'll be live on Tuesday. We'll see. It it'll be in your regular podcast feeds, but we'll we're gonna be doing a video interview with her, so that will be up on our YouTube. Yeah. So we're very excited about that. I hope you yeah. guys are very excited about that. Um apparently Baby's first interview. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I hope I wasn't mean to her not realizing. Oh, no, you. I went back and listened when I uh, when we first started talking about doing this interview. And um, I went back and I listened to make sure because you were mean to other. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, Casa girls. Other Casa girls and Casa boys. Um, we were not mean to Naja. We said that she was hot right away. So. Okay, good. <laughs> Safe okay, good. there. <laughs> Yeah, because I so we've been talking to her for a little bit. Yeah, and she's like, "Uh, we listen to all of the Casa Girls listen to your podcast." And when I read that, my stomach did drop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really, it was really sweet. Um, I guess we'll find out more when we talk to her uh, mm-hmm. early next week. So we'll find out exactly how much they heard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um. Okay, is that it? Think so. We'll talk more about um, post season yes. stuff uh, in our live, and we'll also, I guess, go into that some more in our um, our like official finale episode. Right. 
So we'll go into that then. Because I posted a story. I confused some people. <laughs> you confused me too. Because oh, you're like, guess lemon? what we're doing next, smiley face. I was like, is this the interview? Or like, <laughs> I don't even know what you were referring to. I was like, did she just say this to get ideas? So when we <laughs> So we could be like, yes, actually, that is the one that we're no, doing. No, we had been talking about some plans. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll get into that later. But, yes, we're good to start the episode. So then let's do it. Let's. So episode 34, we open the same night as Zay and Imani's dumping. And we see Destiny and Kyle chat first. And they say that it's been a tough night. Um, Destiny was close with Imani. And they say that they're surprised that Marco and Hannah voted for them. But also at the same time, they're like, oh, but they were friends with Imani and Zay. So maybe it's not that surprising. And my only takeaway from all this is that none of those couples who got votes should have been surprised. I know. They are all like couples that coupled up for the first time at that recoupling. Uh, I This is what I was thinking watching this. I don't mm-hmm. know if this is true. Okay. Um, so I'm going to pose it as a question. Please. You'll probably know if it's true or not. <laughs> Off you go. <laughs> Has Destiny recoupled with anybody? Like coupled back up with the same person? Yes. It's been a new person every coupling. No? Yeah, I think so. That's kind of crazy. If it's kind of crazy for, uh, the, for her to make it this long. <laughs> I know. Well, that's why she was like. I've had five victims. <laughs> Let's see. There was Marco. There was Marco. There was Harrison. Harrison. Jorna. Jorna. <laughs> Jorna. Uh, Mike. Was she coupled with Mike? No. no. She was never coupled with Mike. But Mike counts. Mike counts. Okay. There was Zay. There was Zay. And, and now there's Kyle. Kyle. Did we miss somebody in between? There was no one between Harrison and Jonah. I guess not. I guess Mike. No, Mike came after. Oh, right. Between Harrison and Jonah. I don't yeah. think so. That's six boys, six weeks. She's been a busy girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say love that for her, but I don't think she was loving having a new boy every week. I know. So um, next we see Scott and Johnny chat. Um, and they're talking about what Bergie and Taylor said regarding voting for them. They seem very confused and to be fair, it's not like Taylor or Bergie were especially good at describing what they were trying to say. I know. They were not <laughs> fairly convicted about it. So Yeah, they say that they have no hard feelings about what they said, or rather, I guess, what they tried to say. Um, but it made no sense, and they're like, well, they don't know anything about us as a couple, blah, 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 blah. That's because no one knows anything about you as a couple, because you guys are a brand new couple. Of course. Nobody knows anything. Why would they know anything? And do you want to solve? I, I saw a flash of why everyone or why no one trusted him in his season. Maybe here. so. Because it was the comment about, oh, well, I didn't see this like making Jay go off. Who? Jay? Or Zay. Sorry. Oh, what? He, he made a comment about like, oh, I wasn't expecting my comment to make Jay go or Zay. Zay, Jeepers <laughs> Creepers. Speaking of Jay, did you? I yeah. So <laughs> Sarah and I both read DMs, and we both take turns we responding. We talked about so this. So if we respond, uh, we usually will say like we'll write what we say, and then we'll do a dash B or a dash S, and that's how you know who you're talking to. But I was, 
it's so funny because like I'll scroll through them and it'll be like, oh, Sarah DM'd Manchester Orchestra or whatever. I just tagged. Them. I understand that now, but I was like, oh, she DM'd Jay from season eight of UK, and she wrote. <laughs> Man, I thought you had King's Hawaiian rolls on your stomach because his abs were big. <laughs> You're just like the f- you could you could have said like dinner rolls. You could have just said like I was specifically thinking of King's Hawaiian the way that they're arranged in the package. I it's just it looked, so funny. It looked, it looked like you had a package of them just sitting on his. Uh, the fact that you're so specific kind of <laughs> sounds like you're trying to be mean to him. <laughs> What really? Yeah, the the way I read it, it was like, why are you insulting his giant abs? <laughs> I was absolutely not insulting him. How could anyone be offended by having abs that look like King's Hawaiian rolls? The best store bought dinner rolls. Mm, they're so good, but who could be offended by that? I don't know. Imagine it's... someone said that to you. Well, it would be insulting <laughs> because I'm a fat man and I don't have abs. So but if you did, can I'm you imagine saying... be like, "Damn, your abs look like King's Hawaiian rolls." I'm like, I'm 300 pounds. <laughs> well, that I'm, hurts my feelings. I'm saying if you did have abs, would I, you be offended if you were like ripped to shit and somebody said that? No, I guess I'd take it as a compliment. I mean, I don't think Jay will ever see the message because now also on Instagram, if you're, I don't know if it's, it's if you have like a certain number of followers, you now just can't DM anybody. You have to like invite them to chat with you or to DM with you. So I don't even think he doesn't like see it. Mm. He has to like, well, let me see if he saw it. You never I know. don't think he did. <laughs> When I when I first read it, he did not. It's so funny because I was like, we haven't talked about this, but somehow I knew you would have seen it. Sometimes I'm just like, okay, what crazy person has she DM <laughs> tried to get on our show recently? I've never tried to get anybody on the show that way. I respond to their stories. He read though. it. No, I'm kidding. He didn't. <laughs> Shut up. Sir, I thought you had a pack of Hawaiian rolls sitting on you. <laughs> Oh, sir. <laughs> Moving on. Um, Scott and Johnny say that they are confident in being compatible and they're going to try to enjoy whatever time that they have left there. At bedtime, nothing really of note happens. Everyone has a little cuddle. Fairly certain Hannah and Marco fuck. And also maybe Johnny and Scott. And not certain, but we definitely see some frisky bedtime with them. Like across, since Scott's been in there, really. Mm-hmm. In the morning, Hannah is missing Imani a lot. Like, she says that that was, like, her closest friend. Uh, Destiny is wondering who was kissing so damn loud last night. She says something to Taylor at one point. She's like, why are you smacking like that? <laughs> but then she's not sure it was her, and we we never quite find out who it was. And then the girls chat a bit about the vote last night. Taylor says no hard feelings. Uh, regarding her vote for Scott and Johnny. And she tries to talk through her point of view again. She doesn't do a great job. What they're trying to say and what Bergie again tries to explain later is that their point of view was that Johnny has had multiple doors open with other people, um, which is not unlike a typical Love Island experience, right? Um, But then... She didn't close the door until she, like, actually had to, until it was, like, 
this is the final recoupling. Mm-hmm. And now she's kind of forced to close the door. So that's, I guess, that is their point of view on the vote. Um, I just don't think they even needed that. It's like, you guys were just a really new couple and I haven't seen any chemistry with you or, or anything like that. Yeah. You could say, but <clears throat> they were I just feel very... like he w- I'm especially later mm-hmm. with when Scott talks to him. Mm-hmm. It's like that wouldn't have worked because he would have equivocated on like every single thing. It's like, oh, well, you were a new couple. Yeah, we weren't the newest. Uh, they were all equally new. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Actually. Well, he's a couple days. He had a couple more days with Johnny than like. The uh, other two knew their person I know. longer. I'm just saying that's what he would have said. You know, yeah, who knows? I mean, he, I guess he did something kind of similar in UK when he like got everyone together and mm-hmm. he was like, listen, why does nobody, why is everyone talking about like me and Catherine and me not being genuine? But also at the time, none of them were able to verbalize anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, Johnny seems upset that she was voted and that Taylor came up with her own weird reason. And again, I think it's like, you can't be butthurt when you're that new of a couple. You just can't be. Yeah. And her point was like, uh, I didn't really understand it because I know what I have with Scott is genuine. I was like, first of all, no, it's not. But second of all, you know it. Right. Taylor obviously doesn't. You can't expect anybody else to know it. So I don't know. I don't know why that's like even a valid response. That's all she's got. That's all she's got. Hannah and Marco talk about what their plans are outside the villa, what their like day to day life would be like. We find out that Hannah dresses her dog up in a tuxedo. I love that. Mm-hmm. Good for her. I wonder what kind of dog it is. In my it's mind, it's this big. She said. In my mind, it's a Yorkie. Mm. I think it's a Chihuahua. Mm, I love a Chihuahua. I do really you? Do yeah. Never had one, but and honestly they were very shitty at the places I was say, I've worked. every chihuahua i've ever known has been really awful it's just something about them that i still like though i don't know yeah kyle and destiny talk about traveling together um they say that they're gonna skydive and then they're like it's a big sky to dive from and then they just like look up and they're like it's a big sky and we're like i was like this better be a fucking text damn <laughs> and it wasn't i know <laughs> And then we see Scott chat with Bergie and Taylor, and he says he was confused about the vote, and I just wrote, what honestly, What he doesn't this is... respect, and what he doesn't appreciate, <laughs> is when you don't give good reasons. Okay, you're weird. Your vibe is off. <laughs> you don't belong here. I was just like, this is so stupid. You've been here for two seconds. Why do you feel entitled to anything? Mm-hmm. I get that they didn't do a great job of explaining their point of view, but like, come on. And like coming at Bergie like this, the guy almost had a meltdown trying to say it the night before. It's he's not going to do a better job now. Yeah. You're going to confront him. I've seen more spine and jellyfish. I've seen more guts in 11 year old kids. So have another drink. Have a dice on all the rise. You Fake move, geek shape, Uh, every time we listen to that song from now on, we're gonna instead of thinking it 
is a feud between Brand New and Taking Back Sunday. It's going to be between uh, <laughs> Bergie Scott, and Scott and Bergie. <laughs> I hope there's ice on all the roads. Well, he lives in Minnesota. Damn, so. there is ice on some of those roads. <laughs> on most of them. Not all the time, though. Mm, well, half the time. <laughs> Cassie and Leo are in soul ties. They talk about being a long-distance couple. Um, Leo, I think, is in school in Ohio. Uh, and Cassie lives in Texas. They talk about living together, though. She's like, do you want me to come to you? Do you want to come to me? And I was surprised about them being so... I mean, I guess it's not the craziest thing that the couples go from living together all the time to talking about that being a potential thing. But I don't know. I guess, you know, I'm still not ready to jump back in with Cassie and Leo. Right. But I'm alone in that. And then Leo puts half a popsicle in fake plants. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, it's too sticky. And she's like, yeah, it is too sticky. Like, oh, my God. Trace pesos. <laughs> Kenzo and Carmen talk about living together. And Carmen calls him. He's, she's like, what would we what would you be like as a roommate? And I'd be like, he's not your roommate. You'd I know. Be your I boyfriend. That That's not the same. Gosh, she's got to be so annoying to be in a relationship with. You think? Why do you think that? Because she's. <laughs> when they move in, there's gonna be like a board with like <laughs> Kenzo's responsibilities, my responsibilities. Kenzo seems like the kind of guy who will like like it though. Maybe she yeah. found a good match. Maybe. I think that would be annoying, but it it, it does actually seem like. It does seem like they're compatible, whether they, whether that means that they've known each other or not. I'm also very over the conspiracy. I'm over all of the conspiracies. Right. At this point, it's too late in the game to care. For sure. <laughs> um, but they do seem compatible for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. And I get it. Like, I'm a list boy. I, mm-hmm. I thrive with a list. Absolutely. But if someone gave me a list that isn't my boss and just, like, did this for me. I would Mm -hmm. be pissed. As a person who needs to do that for her husband, it's just another day. And honestly, for me, too. (laughs) (laughs) I know, actually. But it's different. You're my (laughs) boss. (laughs) That's no, not true. You're more the boss than me. Listen. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to say. (laughs) (laughs) Taylor and Bergie talk about um, outside what they think that both of their families will think about the other and if they'll like each other and you know they're also at the same time being like you know i get it we're very different people so like maybe it won't be like as clear to other people Mm -hmm. and then leo wants to play a game of the floor is lava and he sets up a whole course it goes across like the whole yard Mm -hmm. it's very intricate like they have so many pillows in that there's place. A pool, there's a pool level. Yeah. And it's like, they could have just swam through the pool, right? They didn't need to go on the... Are we to believe that the water is lava? No, but the bottom of the pool is lava. Yeah, but why would they have to touch the bottom of the pool? It's bottom of pool floor. <laughs> yes. Then it is Then it is lava. But the water isn't. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Um, Carmen and Kenzo are the only ones who make it across unscathed by the lava. And then Scott gets a text and they say that they are getting videos from friends and family tonight. And everyone is super excited. 
Yeah. And family isn't coming, but they have, and they're not even live on video. They just have like pre-recorded clips, which it's honestly crazy. was fine for me. If I'm being completely honest, I yeah. did not mind that at all. Okay, that's fine. I mean, it almost maybe they were more honest because they weren't like having looking to, at them and yeah. And then it's nighttime, and we see Bergy get a goatee. And he's been keeping facial hair. At one point over these last few episodes, Taylor like says to him that she likes it, and then he just he keeps it. Mm-hmm. But we see while they're getting ready for the night, I think it's Marco kind of like shapes it into a goatee. No, he's still got these. Yeah, I think but he, he like shapes it up, up here. Stu- yeah. yeah. But it still like connects. It's not a goatee. Mm, okay. Goatee is just this. I think it's a goatee. Mm, I don't think so. That's fine. Agree to disagree. Mm, no. Uh, <laughs> they go outside, they get their drinks, and they sit down in front of the video. It's just like a movie night kind of setup. And the first video is Carmen's family. They say that they're very supportive of her and Kenzo. And Kenzo, of course, screams because it's what he likes to do. He is so happy that he has, like, the seal of approval, I guess, from Carmen's dad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he loves a primal scream, as you've noticed before. Sure. And Kenzo's family is next. Uh, I said his mom is kind of hot. And she speaks in Spanish. His brother um, speaks in English. And Leo feels the need. He couldn't wait to translate <laughs> for know. everyone else. Very, very, very strange. Oh, he said, she said that they're, he's happy for them. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> Yeah, they're both very supportive. I mean, Carmen and Kenzo's family, of course, they were going to be. They've had. They really haven't had, like, any issues mm-hmm. in the slightest, besides Kenzo being fucking baby bitch at the um, the heart rate challenge. Why are you being baby bitch, Kenzo? It's just what he knows how to be. Uh, Scott's family is next. They say that Johnny is beautiful. She seems headstrong. I'll and- take you on. <laughs> Um, also his older brother looks exactly like him, but more of a fox because he's yeah. got like the silver hair. He looks like um Gordon Ryan. I don't know who that is. Most people don't. Okay, who is he? Can you just say? He's gonna the... gatekeep him. You're just not gonna care. You're gonna roll your <laughs> eyes as soon as I say Tell me. <laughs> he's the pound for pound best jujitsu practitioner in the world. Oh. I don't not care i just don't know who he is uh then we see johnny's mom and sister and they definitely throw some shade to leo and they're very supportive of her but they don't mention scott at all like not one single word about her josh is actually the one who brought it up because he's like oh did scott because he didn't know like maybe it was filmed before right they were like coupled and i was like no uh Scott's family definitely said something about Johnny, but Johnny's it was also really did not. funny because what was <laughs> because for Scott's family, I know I'm sorry, I'm we moved past that's it. okay, but you could just tell that they're like, yeah, we've done this before. It's mm-hmm. like you know, crack on. Oh yeah, which of his family came? It was mm. his sister, his brother, and his mom. No, his brother wasn't at. Oh, at UK, you're saying his. I think it was his mom and sister. I think you're right. Yeah, they're like oh, this, this again. <laughs> uh, then we see Taylor's mom is next, 
And she says that she knew right away that Taylor was going to go for Bergie as soon as she saw him. Because she's like, I know my daughter's type. Her mom seems very sweet. Yeah, 100%. So her video is very good. And then we see Bergie. And he gets a video from his dad first. And we had speculated about his father. Because we knew that his mother had passed. But we had heard that he was raised by his grandparents. So we were both like... What is the absentee level of this father? But, you know. I, I think probably what happened was he was just a working single dad. That's what Josh said, too. So he just spent a lot of time with his grandparents. Right. Yeah, which maybe is the case because, I mean, he showed up for this and it mm-hmm. didn't, didn't seem weird that he was there or anything. Um, his dad says that he had some cringeworthy moments in the hideaway. Um, and then we see his grandparents. And we see... Uh, Grandberg, thank you to listener Kelsey for that because that's the pr- I was calling him Grandpa Bergie before, but Grandberg is so much better. Um, and he Grandberg first reprimands Bergie for his foul language. I I don't know if I heard this wrong, uh-huh. but it sounds like he said, "I have never heard a swear word until you said one on TV." <laughs> what? I'm assuming he means he's never heard a swear word from from Bergie. Bergie? Because if that was the case, then how would you know it's a swear word? Granberg. Right. You fucker. <laughs> Anyways, um <clears throat> and <laughs> he says something very uh I said at first, I was like, I can see why Bergie is the way he is. Yeah. From this completely. Uh especially if these are the people who raised him. Mm-hmm. And Grandberg says that Taylor is teaching him how to be with a woman, but he has reservations and that he has not seen spontaneous chemistry and that it looks forced. Grandberg did not come to play. Let me ask you a question, Grandberg. Mm-hmm. That is your real fucking name. Well, we know it's not. Fucker. <laughs> um, <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like. What did you expect from him? You expect him to be this passionate, fiery person? That's the thing. It's like there was um, there was some things on the subreddit of people who were like, after seeing the message from Grandberg, they were like, you know, is it true? Has Bergie changed? Is he right? Like, is this the same Bergie we saw in the beginning? And I'm like, I think it's just a case of, you know, Bergie's grandpa hasn't seen him interact with when he's only with people his own age. Yeah, and it just feels like one of those things where I understand how you could be like so very close with someone like your grandfather, but mm-hmm. also, like you said, not have interacted with anyone else in front of him. Mm-hmm. Or and, at least like a bunch of people his own, like these are his peers. Yeah, or like romantically, I'm sure he's not like the best guy to talk to about romance absolutely not what just are you the know chances? give her a pin and take her to the fucking sock hop i don't know <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah so i've i this this guy doesn't strike me as uh, a spontaneously chemist <laughs> spontaneous lover yeah yeah. But to be fair, he's 90 years old and I saw him for 30 <laughs> seconds. So what do I know? He's probably like idolizing like Kenzo, who is, you know, he has been deemed like the ultimate gentleman pretty much mm-hmm. by uh, Carmen's family because like 
They haven't done any funny stuff under the covers that mm-hmm. we've seen. They haven't gone to the hideaway. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure uh, Bergie's, uh, well, Grandberg is maybe wishing that that was Bergie's journey. But listen, man, Bergie's coming out of his shell, and that's an and he's okay been doing thing. just fine. <laughs> that's his cage. Gotta, Why gotta are we like dead. this? So many like uh, musical references today. I don't know. Just one of those days, huh? You still want to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Destiny's mom and dad are next. And what was happening with Destiny's mom's hair? I couldn't tell you. Okay. I was not paying that much attention, but you it really struck you and your husband. It did. Alopecia, maybe? You think? I don't. I literally have no recollection of what her hairline looked like, but oh. you you guys made a big deal out of it. So I didn't make a big deal about it. Josh no, I, did. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be clear. <laughs> I was just curious. Um, her dad is very proud of her for falling asleep in the hideaway, which was so funny because it's not like she did that because. Well, I don't know. It's it does seem like Destiny's maybe a little bit more. Um, conservative i don't know is that the right word i mean maybe so with like showing affection on tv especially Mm -hmm. to the level that we've seen some of the couples go this season um but i don't know if she was like particularly holding back you know what i mean like she just looked like she wanted to go to sleep (laughs) i've i think she faked it but but do you think she faked it because she was like worried? Maybe she was like worried about like her appearance or how she would look. I think her she family? faked it because she didn't care about Zay. But <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Nor there. Nor there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's clear that Destiny's dad likes the cut of Kyle's jib. I would say jib is well hewn. <laughs> what? It doesn't matter. We can move on. <laughs> Kyle's mom and God's sister are next, and uh, they say that they are that they liked Destiny at first, but they are no longer fans of Destiny. They say that she has too much drama, and uh, now she sucks. So <laughs> that she gets tense. Uh, Kyle plays it cool, and after the clip shows, he's like, you know, they don't know you, and they can get to know you. My mom's protective, and. Destiny doesn't seem to, like, get upset. Like, she, like, makes some faces while the clip is going, but it doesn't seem, like, she doesn't get, like, pouty about it afterwards. And I didn't know mm-hmm. how she would react to this, because I saw this in the preview that there was, like, some Tensoon. harsh words yep. towards Destiny. And I was like, oh, God, is this going to, like, be a thing that ends up, you know, turning Kyle off? And then this, just another dead couple for Destiny. But In a, uh, in a long line of dead couples. I like Destiny. And then Hannah's family is next. They say that they are excited to meet Marco. And he is invited to the family karaoke nights. And her family is very sweet about Marco. Mm -hmm. It's really cute. And then Marco's dad and family are up next. And I think I'm going to say something to you, but I'm going to probably have you cut it out. Okay. Just because this is my thought and I don't think it's good for the podcast. I thought. I licked her tit or whatever. Can we leave that in? No. That seems mean. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
they talk about some of their scenes, I guess is the way to put it, mm-hmm. and how uh, it was reminiscent of a porno, I believe his grandmother yeah, said. Yeah, she said it, it reminded me of... Uh, a Pasolini film. A Pasolini film. No, I'm kidding. She, she said say that. she said it's porn. But uh, <laughs> I was shocked by the lack of Italianness in his family. But I mean, his grandma looked Italian. She didn't sound Italian. Either does he. Sometimes he does. <laughs> when he kind of talks like this, he does not sound like that. He does. You know what to do. DM us on Instagram. Oh, my God. Isn't he, like, from he kinda, New York? He's from New Jersey. And this is how that's New Jersey Italians talk. That's probably what it is. Talk. Well, then, that's not, like, an Italian Italian. That's a New Jersey Italian. I know, but that's but New Jersey Italians have Italian grandmothers normally. Well, maybe he is an Italian great-grandmother. I'm sure it goes back some way. Maybe. Listen, that man has never seen... Without his Italian flag lapel pin, so well, I'm pretty sure. Well, he was wearing sure. a Sicilian horn, too. Yes, of course he was. Um, so I'm sure there's some <clears throat> real Italian back there his somewhere. His dog's name is Giuseppe. Did is you, it really? Did you catch that? <laughs> no. Yep. Uh, next, we have Leo's family, and they say it was hard to watch the situation with Johnny. Um, they liked Cassie, but it seems like Leo's mom had to throw out the fact that, like, she's like, Oh, well, you know, I was kind of disappointed at movie night. It didn't show how Cassie was acting in Casa Amor. Cassie kissed a boy twice. And she's like, I thought she would have reacted differently. And I don't know. Like, I don't know. Was she just like trying to like, like, you know, Leo wasn't the only one who fucked up or whatever. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we care about that? Because she just kissed it. Mattia and that's really it yeah she just kissed Mattia they weren't closed off I don't think it was a big deal to like if he would have just kissed Johnny I don't think that I mean to be fair she doesn't really care that he <laughs> that he fucked Johnny but <laughs> right yeah um, I don't think that it would have been like the thing that it was obviously because she kissed Mattia too right and it would have been in in the name quote unquote of you know testing Science. the connection yeah. and everything so Wow, what are you, a phone operator? What are you, the guy from the Verizon commercials all that time ago? What? Can you hear me now? What are you, testing the connection? Come on, guys. (laughs) Come on. Can you hear me now? Good. Was that Verizon or was that? That was Verizon. Sprint or team. And remember, he then. uh, Switched up. Yeah, he was a turncoat. The ultimate betrayal. I think for Sprint, right? Yeah. He went for Sprint. Crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was a little bit weird that she had to like throw that in there when she was talking about the situation and, um, Leo's other sister shows up next. She has her own clip and she says it's been hard to see him make mistakes, but they see him growing from it. And then finally we see Cassie's, um, friend, sister, and mom and their last and they say that they are proud of her 100%, even with her exploring a connection with Johnny, which I think was nice for her to hear because she didn't know how her family would react because she said she's never been with or experimented or expressed any feelings for a girl before. Mm-hmm. Um, and they seem very supportive of things with Leo, which to me is crazy. But, like, you know, they probably also know that she's she's a shoe in for the finale. So. Right. They're like, not, don't rock the boat. We'll talk yeah, later. Exactly. 
Um, I just want to make something clear because I feel like I was maybe just going crazy last episode. Oh, about what? Uh, I don't doubt. <laughs> going crazy. I don't doubt that uh, um, Cassie is bisexual or had, you know, sexual feelings towards Johnny. Mm-hmm. I just didn't believe that it was anything else. Right. And I do think that Johnny did feel like it was something else. Mm. Uh, that's all I meant to say. Okay. But I feel like I was probably just like, fuck her. She's lying about being bi. I, didn't I don't that. think you came off that way. I think I might have said those words. But <laughs> <laughs> but really? I no, you so, didn't. No, I didn't. Something <laughs> like that, though. I didn't mean it. <laughs> After family night is over, we see Destiny and Kyle chat. And Kyle says that he was happy to see his family clip. But he obviously wishes that they were nicer to Destiny. And Destiny says she's fine. She said, don't worry about me. She says that she's... Uh, more bummed that he feels bad than anything else. And she says that she's never had a parent not like her. So she's like, you know, it'll be fine. Once they meet me, everything will be different. Kyle says he has no regrets or complaints about being coupled with her. And they kiss. And it's kind of weird because she's kind of like giggling through it. But then afterwards, she's like, says something about like, oh, we just saw clips of our family. And now I'm like moaning in a kiss. And I'm like, I did not think that that was a moan. thought she was laughing. Do you remember know. hearing it? I do. No, I remember her hearing. I remember hearing her say that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, mm, okay. And then uh, Taylor and Bergie chat, and Bergie says Taylor's mom seems really sweet, and Taylor says that his dad seems nice, but his grandparents seem very protective of him. And Bergie says he feels like their walls are up from seeing him, you know, be hurt before in the villa and kind of like not be able to like solidify that connection. So he thinks that's kind of why they reacted the way that they did. And Taylor says in her talking head that Bergie has always been her number one and she has a connection there and she gets kind of upset about seeing his family having doubts. And this night also Bergie seems very kind of just like worn out. You know what I mean? He seems kind of like emotionally spent. Yeah, for sure. And that's where episode 34 ends and 35 picks up same night. Right after that, we see Hannah and Marco chatting about speaking with their families. And they're also saying that they feel bad about what Bergie's family said. And then we see Bergie sitting with Kenzo when he's trying to make him feel better. And I also feel very bad for Bergie. I like Taylor. Taylor has grown on me a lot the past week. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I never disliked her. I just No, it wasn't never, that. I never bought it and I I don't know if I do or not. Listen. Bergie fucking better not win, dude. I don't I can't imagine that he would, especially not after tonight's episode. Yeah. I think it put I think but that could galvanize to... some Bergie fans. I don't think it will galvanize Bergie fans. You never know. It happened with know. Scott. Yeah, but that Scott's was different. Scott's rider dies. That was different. People saw Scott being like ostracized almost and like called out at the movie. And I think it like came from that. Uh, well, you never know. A lot of people yeah. have family trauma. True. And we'll be like, how dare you? hurt bergie like that (laughs) um and then we see leo gets a text and it says the hideaway is open and everyone's like yeah carmen and kenzo but kenzo's like listen i am too respectful i am too much of a gentleman 
and I will not be going into the hideaway. Uh, but Leo's like, it's not how I was raised. Leo's like, I've already fucked on TV. I'll go again. So. I don't care, dude. <laughs> he Are goes, you kidding me? It's Leo and Cassie who go. Um, we see them get ready as normal, head to the hideaway. We had another arg- well, start of an argument about the shape of the hideaway and everything. And I just want to say, you're right. I Listen. I mean it. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. I, I, I do. fucking see straight through that shit. I mean it. No, you don't. You're right. You just didn't want me to argue about it right now. And that's fair, and I won't. <laughs> but don't do that to me again. I think you're right. I really do. I don't. I, well, let's move on. <laughs> I promise I do, though. Believe me. Will you? Maybe eventually I can get there. <laughs> <laughs> so they first go to the hot tub and they have champagne and a fruit platter. Remember all the fruit platters in Australia? A lot of fruit platters. We haven't seen anything like that since that the season. The platter? The platter? Fruit platter? Uh, I, I think I might make her a fruit platter. Remember platter? Jordan put, he uh, like cooked anchovies. Yeah. And then he also would like cut pieces of the bushes and put them on the fruit platters. <laughs> yeah, the fake plastic yeah. uh, green wall. <laughs> Jordan, I bet he's going to be at Love Island Games. I bet that's where he's flying right now. Oh my God. Maybe so. Well, I mean, it doesn't start till November 1st. So if he's flying there now, it doesn't he's start airing till November 1st. I, yeah, it could not be live. It's six days a week. It'd be crazy if it wasn't. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know either. <clears throat> Anyways, he uh, Leo just says that he loves her. He wants to continue to make things up to her through actions, all that. And then at bedtime, we see Leo and Cassie are in the hideaway now, and they are playing with the toys, masks, feathers, handcuffs, the whole nine. And we definitely see Cassie and Leo fuck this night for mm-hmm. sure. Yes. Uh, they they do confirm. Oh yeah, right. That's true. <laughs> and it looks like Johnny and Scott do, and they never do confirm, but it does look like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were taking a naked shower sometime mm-hmm. during this episode, so that's they were true. fucking. That's true. In the morning, Cassie and Leo greet the Islanders first thing. So because they... that's like never the first time. What you know what I mean? What you don't like have naked shower sex. In a villa with other people for the first time, right? That's like a level of comfortability that isn't. Mm. Yeah, the I would first agree with one. that. I would agree with that. <clears throat> Leo tells the boys about his time in the hideaway, and he says he hit the grand salami a couple times. Have you ever heard anyone refer to sex as the grand salami? I've never heard anyone refer to anything as the grand salami. <laughs> And I'm going to start saying that. Not about sex. Just about, like, cool things. Yeah. I guess sex is pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) You know what else is cool? Hmm. Denny's. Mm. Because it just reminded me of a Grand Slam. America's Diner. Can I have a Grand Slam no ham sub salami? (laughs) There's no way Denny's has salami. What's your cured meat selection here (laughs) at the fine establishment of Denny's America's Diner? (laughs) You know what's so weird? I said Denny Denny's America's Diner like six times at work today. Why? We were talking about um because it was somebody's we were celebrating somebody's birthday at my work, so I had to mm-hmm. go get the cake and everything. And um 
we were talking about all the freebies that people get for their birthdays. You know, like if you sign up for the list yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. and you get the free thing. And someone at work was like, they're not doing that anymore. They're taking it away. And we were like, what do you mean? Who's taking it away? <laughs> Nobody wants you to have birthday freebies. And I was talking about how the only one that I've like consistently gotten over like not the past few years because I live out here now and there's not America's Diner very close by. But before, the thing I always would get would be the Grand Slam, my free Grand That's Slam at close. America's Diner. Denny's America's Diner. We're sponsored. <laughs> Denny's is pretty close. Imagine if we were. That'd be sick. Sponsored by Denny's? That'd be so funny. Hey, hey Denny's. <laughs> we know you're listening. <laughs> what is the UK version? Hey, if you're a UK listener, mm. what is the UK version of Denny's? Yeah. Think a Waffle House if you're less familiar with America's yeah, Diner. Yeah, think of like everything else is closed mm-hmm. and it's really late at night and there's this one chain. But you want to sit inside. You don't want to get, you don't want to yeah. go to a drive-thru. You want to sit inside with somebody because mm-hmm. you're probably too drunk to drive. Right. And you want to be smart while you sober up and eat diner food. Diner food is probably American though, huh? Their breakfast is different than our breakfast. Oh yeah, would you want British breakfast all year round? I want year British round, all day. I want British breakfast anytime. It's so fucking good. A oh, you like it? Full English breakfast. That's beans. Yes. Beans, toast, tomatoes, potatoes. Beans, potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like beans. You don't like beans of any kind. Everything else looks good. Well, they cook them probably different than you're used to. I don't like any bean. I don't like the texture of the bean. Have you ever had a fresh? Like, um, it's not fresh, but like a dried bean instead of a canned bean. <laughs> a dried bean? A dried bean instead of a canned bean. The texture is so much different. No. It's so much better. Green beans. Mm. That's it. Okay. That's about it. We should get back. Yeah, I was going to say, I think we've reached the <laughs> limit of people are like, actually, I don't want to listen to this podcast anymore. So let's get back to the reason we're here. Meanwhile, Cassie is telling the girls that she went to the bakery and that they made three cakes, which is a new thing that they, they're in the very last episode. Almost. She starts a whole new thing with the bakery and they say later, like, oh, yeah, it's like the bases. But we've only ever heard baking a cake. What does it mean before then? Cupcake. Or like, <laughs> I'm going to start talking about Denny's again, so I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> Hannah and Bergie chat next, and Bergie says that what his grandpa said has really stuck with him. And Hannah says, you know, feel how you feel, but try not to dwell on it. Trust your gut about how you feel about Taylor. And don't get stuck in your head. Just enjoy the time you have left with her. Hannah is such a good big sister to Bergie. I know. Honestly. Um, we see some of the couples just kind of chatting. Kenzo says that he wants to go to the movies right away when they get back. He says, like, that's, like, the first thing he wants to do with her. Do you think he would go see Barbie or Oppenheimer? Uh, he gives me big Ken- Kennergy. Yeah, he'd go see Barbie for sure. Yeah, to, like, prove a point. Mm-hmm. Um, to prove a point, you yeah. think? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and he's going to come with a pocket full of crystals. Uh, yeah. Uh, here's the thing. Everyone else is talking about, like, we're going to go skydiving in Bali or or whatever. It's annoying. But, like, they live in the same city. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. and it's also like, let's go to a movie. You know what I mean? It's not like, let's go skydiving in fucking 
Well, wherever. are you in? Which one are you annoyed about? The movie or skydiving? The other ones. Oh, I, li- I like oh. the movie. It's like yeah. realistic plans totally. for someone who you're starting a relationship with. Right. You know what I mean? For maybe like a more realistic couple. Right. So that makes sense to me. Still don't want them to win. <clears throat> right. But it's nice. Mm-hmm. I believe. I buy it. You know what I mean? Um, Marco says that he wants to do something fun. And then he says, tickling my balls. And Hannah is like. Is that supposed to be fun? And he's like, no, you're like currently you're tickling, tickling my, my balls. balls. <laughs> Which was honestly really funny. And then Marco gets a text and it's time for a challenge. A last challenge the day before the end. And it's like this diner dash um, overcooked type yeah. challenge. So, but before that, we do see another Love Island Games promo, mm. and it's different, but also not different, but, like, now it's, like, underwater, <laughs> and it was, I was, like, stop everything we're doing, what is happening right now, and then it, like, gave you the exact same information, so. Right. Yes, we have seen that it's hosted by Maya Jama. Yes, we have seen that it starts November 1st. I didn't, I haven't posted about it, but, like, it's everywhere, so, you know, everyone who cares, I'm sure, has noticed by now. So we see the Islanders come out. They're in their aprons. Bergie is feeling very confident as a Dairy Queen manager that he can ace this. And this challenge was honestly really funny. Yeah. I really enjoyed this challenge. It was probably the the almost the most I've laughed in this whole season. Yeah, in this season for sure. And um, the set is so good. Like, the yeah. di- like they have giant menus and everything. It looks like they just robbed the set for good burger, too. <laughs> Maybe so. Um, and, like, of all the things you can say about the U.S. seasons, because, like, I remember we've talked about this at the end of our seasons before. Like, what are the things we would want to take from one and move to the other and, like, mm-hmm. to, like, make the perfect series? And the one thing I know for sure that I would take from USA. Is the set budget? Is the set budget for the games. A hundred percent. They're so good. Um, so how this works is they're, they have like booths and the Islanders are sitting uh, back to back and they have to like make uh, a burger, like a sundae, some loaded fries, but their arms are like attached to these like bungee cord pulley type of things. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. They're attached to each other's arms. Right, so you can't, like, move your arm forward without your partner's arm then being moved back. Correct. <laughs> Which, you know, whoever came up with this one, like, I would keep them around maybe because I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. So they have to, like, make the food in front of them. But, of course, if the other person is trying to make the food at the same time. So, like, shit's flying everywhere. And they also don't – they have each other's recipes, basically. Oh, is that what was happening? They were supposed to tell each other yeah. what to do. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, if you guys haven't played this game, you should play this game because it's a free app that you can download. It's called Space Team. Oh, I haven't played that game. You've played the card game version of it. Oh, you're right. I have. But it's essentially, it's a great party game. I think like up to six people can play. You download it and then you all log in and you have what looks like to be a command panel for a spaceship mm-hmm. and each person has different uh command panels with different commands um and then everybody gets instructions to do that isn't related to their own command panel and it's all like nonsense it's like flip the overdrive and and 
the shuttle the thruster and stuff like that right and y- everyone is shouting all these ridiculous uh like commands at each other and like pressing these buttons before the ship explodes it's so much fun it was really it is really fun i've obviously only played the card game version but it's a lot of fun um but the communicating to each other is very difficult in this game because everyone who's not playing because it's like three couples at a time so like it's cut in half and the couples who aren't currently playing are just screaming so like destiny and kyle were so funny because Kenzo is like standing right next to them and he's just like screaming at the top of his lungs as we know he loves to do. Yes. And Kyle's like trying to talk to Destiny. He's like, do what now? Shut up! <laughs> Shut the fuck up! It was so, it was really funny. Leo gives up at one point. He just throws his food across the whole thing and he's like, oh, was I supposed to keep it? it he he finished it. <laughs> he yeah. finished it and then threw it. <laughs> And everyone's like, why did you do that? (laughs) When they swap, uh, so Marco and Hannah are, and Marco doesn't let Hannah use her hands at all. Looks like she was going to, like, dislocate her shoulder. (laughs) Because Marco was just using his hands as freely as he felt like. And I don't think he understood (laughs) that he was attached to Hannah. (laughs) I truly there's no think he, way he couldn't know because he was watching them go, the other teams go before. That's such a good point, actually. <laughs> but it seemed like he's like, why is it hard for me to move my arms? And would just like yank around. I know. And she just like Hannah. gave up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kenzo is purposefully making a mess for Carmen. At the start of it, he's just like, he finishes his food. And then he like kind of waits till uh, Carmen has something in her hands. And then he'll just like, shove his hands forward and her shit goes flying yeah and then they just start like throwing food uh on each other and they looked disgusting by the end of it and then when again the game is over um they look at all the meals that they made and it's an absolute nightmare but destiny and kyle win so they are the winners of our very last challenge and then getting ready for nighttime we see marco uh like kind of by himself he's uh sitting on the beach he's looking at a photo of his mom who passed and he's feeling very emotional and it's honestly really sad hannah comes out she comforts him it's very sweet he says that he thinks his mom sent him hannah and that almost got me it almost got me too and i know your husband and i were goofing around yeah you guys were (laughs) goofing around is a very kind word for it oh my gosh the, the fair but i did hear he was basically was like uh he said that he doesn't like to show anyone his emotions and hannah brings out his emotions mm-hmm. and that's why he thought his mom sent Ugh. her i got clo- it almost got me me too a little bit but i was like it would look so hypocritical of me to cry after I was it sure would have <laughs> i could fun. tell that you looked at me afterwards though to see if i was crying yeah I, yeah <laughs> <laughs> then we see destiny and kyle chat and they're feeling good about winning the last challenge and about being uh together as a couple still which is i don't want to say anything too definitively but is probably this is probably the most amount of chats we've seen with destiny and another person when they were like i'm still enjoying it you're right yeah i wish that she would have given kyle a chance much earlier yeah. Like, I wonder what it would have been like if they... Got together in Casa. Right. Instead of Imani being like, I need someone. 
Oh, I can't I go back single. I think that she had more of a connection with Kyle than we saw. I was looking at, I was watching some of her Instagram um, live Q and A stuff after she got back. I think there was um, quite a bit we didn't see about the two of them, but I do. Uh, yeah, I wonder if they had given each other more of a shot in Casa, how it would have really panned out. Because there are a lot of people who liked Destiny, so. Next, we see Johnny and Scott chat about their couple, and they say that they would feel good leaving together. Pretty quick to say, but Johnny is definitely like she's fawning over Scott. When the way that she looks at him is like, this girl is. I feel like enamored. I feel like she does that a lot. I feel like she wears her heart on her sleeve. I think so, too. Like kind of to a fault. Because yeah. I see her look at Cassie like that. I've seen her look at Leo like that. And I believe her. I know. I don't think she's lying about any of this. No, I, I don't think like so, either. She's just, like, too um, trusting and, um, and and emotionally giving. She jumps in on love, I guess. That's what she's mm -hmm. there for on Love Island. So who can fault her, I guess? That's such a good point. <clears throat> but it's hard because, you know, I don't necessarily mm, see it the same from scott but yeah hopefully i'm wrong we didn't really get to see scott in that much of a stable couple he was in a good couple with Catherine, but when he was in that couple with Catherine, we almost never saw them until there was like the whole situation of why don't you trust me before that they got into a couple and we just didn't see them that much mm -hmm. so i don't know Next, we see Bergie and Taylor chat, and Bergie tells Taylor he's feeling better today, and he's processed the night before, and, you know, they say that they're taking it day by day, and Taylor said that she is afraid of getting hurt, and she's like, you know, I know I don't, I, like, I really, really like you, and I don't think you know that, because I'm not, like, I haven't, like, said that, and Bergie says he, you know, he also feels himself holding back and he says that's because of the distance between them, like where they live. And he's just still afraid of being hurt. And Taylor says, you know, if he's not willing to take that risk, then I don't know if I want to indulge in the relationship. So I guess like, you know, her walls are up a little bit, and I think she's trying to say, like, I want to let my walls down. But he's like, my walls are still up, too. And she's like, okay, well, if you're not lowering yours, I'm not lowering mine. In fact, mine are getting a little taller. <laughs> and, but you can tell she gets upset. And so she walks away, and Hannah and Marco invite Bergie over to chat with them because Hannah is ever vigilant watching over mm. what Bergie is doing. <laughs> so she sees him alone and calls him over. And Bergie says, you know, he tells them what they were talking about and how, you know, he just didn't know what to say um, when Taylor started getting upset. And she wasn't upset like loud. It was just like she, it was I mean, it was the opposite. She got like upset, kind of quiet. Mm -hmm. And um, he says he cares for her and he feels terrible. He wants it to work. And Hannah tells him, you know, you're being honest and that's good. And I agree it's good to be honest, but like maybe they could also look at it like, you know, it's also suck to hear. Yeah. Just look at it from Taylor's side a little bit. And that doesn't mean that Bergie did anything wrong because he didn't. I don't think. Do you? No. Okay. 
So then Taylor comes back and she apologizes for walking away. And we see that they're about to have a conversation. But then, of course, Sarah Highland walks in. She enters and everyone goes to the fire pit. She tells them that America has been voting for the couples they want to see in the Love Island finale and that the four with the most votes will go through. The bottom two are dumped tonight. And I was half listening, so I don't know if she said that these were in any order, but I don't think that they no, were. No, they usually aren't. It'd be right. this close to the finale. It'd be a giveaway. if That's they so were. true. <clears throat> That's very true. So the first couple saved by the public are Carmen and Kenzo. Second is Hannah and Marco. Third is Leo and Cassie which is pretty much exactly what we would have predicted. Mm-hmm. And down to our bottom three, only one more is safe. And our final couple in the finale is Taylor and Bergie, which is, you know, I think the finale that we um, predicted a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, so our dumped couples say goodbye. They wish the finalists well. And I said, I will miss destiny. I don't care. She is an icon. I know there are a lot of people who did not like Destiny. I do not care. Uh, Sarah says goodbye. Everyone says goodbye to the dumped couples. And off they go. So we have our final four. They get a text congratulating them on making it to um, the finals. They pop some champagne. And they toast. And they pop their pussies. They toast to finding their person. Which was what everyone was toasting to in the beginning. Mm, Find our person. Full circle. What do you think Anna's up to right now? She's uh, traveling with Jasmine. Jasmine, was that her name? Yeah. Really? Yeah, because I follow we. Well, I mean, we follow them on Instagram, so they're always together, always. Yeah, I'm usually I know. behind on the episodes, and mm-hmm. literally, Love Island USA waits one minute before being like, "Look who we just dumped from the island." Oh my god, I know. That's why I cannot. I'm hoping. I am praying. The Love Island Games just posts their episodes before nine. Please. Is that so much to ask? Oh, my God. Please. We're tired. We work day jobs. We have day jobs, dude. <laughs> so shall we talk about who we voted for? Yeah. I I don't think I've will be a surprise. Mm-hmm. Will you? No. We, we voted the same. We voted the same. Yep. Hannah and Marco. Hannah and Marco. Uh, I just couldn't justify any. I couldn't. I don't dislike Leo and Cassie at all. Both of them I've enjoyed through this show. I just don't want them to win. I personally am just kind of over the um, uh, stable couple cheat in casa get back together pipeline to the finish i'm just over it yeah you know what i mean sure i'd like them as people i personally don't want them to win carmen and kenzo have been underwhelming for me we almost never see kenzo we see too much of carmen we hear too much from carmen and bergie and taylor even though i actually i do like them more than i thought i would this late in the game not a real enough couple for me at the moment. Not real in terms of like their feelings are real. They just don't feel like enough of a couple. Hannah and Marco. All right, Grandberg. Ah, stop. I'm kidding. I totally agree. Hannah and Marco feel very much like a couple. Like, and I, I just, like genuine growth together as people. Yeah. And you know what? If they are, because I've seen a lot of people that say that they're faking it. And here's the thing. If they uh, did fake it. I think that they faked it the best out of anyone on this season. So they've right. got my vote. If they're faking it 
everyone is faking it. Yeah, because to some extent, everyone here is playing the game and we don't look at it from that angle. I always want to believe in the love at the end of it. And I think that uh, Hannah and Marco, (laughs) I forgot his name for a second there. Uh, I think that they have potential as a real couple on the outside. Anyways, that's the end. Our finale is on Sunday. Is on tomorrow. Is on tomorrow. We'll be live for it. And then our actual episode, which we will record right after, uh, will be up on Monday. And our interview with Naja should be up on Tuesday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Should should be. Should be. We'll see. I don't know. (laughs) Hopefully. It'll be up that week, if not Tuesday. Yes, for sure that week. Um, And then what happens next, like I said, we'll talk about in the live and we'll talk about in our final episode. And hopefully there's a reunion. I haven't watched a Love Island USA season all the way through to the end in a while. So I don't remember if they do reunions. I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. They'd be stupid not to. This again. I <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Brendan, I'm done with things to say when that happens. Do me a favor. DM us on Instagram and tell me who you voted for, because I'm interested in in knowing. Absolutely. I'll put up a poll. Yeah. Do you put a poll up? I'll put a poll up. Poll? Poll up. Number four, Bergie and Taylor. Not a lot of votes. They might have more than you think. Dude, if Bergie wins, I'll get a Bergalicious tattoo. No, don't say that. On my butt. Don't say that. I would do it. I know you would. That's why I'm saying to not say it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. (laughs) What is happening? Bye. Bye.